Are you recording now? Recording. <laughs> this is gonna sound weird. Things are about to get weird. Just get to the murder. Action. <laughs> are you recording? I'm recording. Welcome. I am too. Welcome, Welcome to this podcast this podcast is called this is gonna sound weird and uh during this podcast we discuss all things true crime paranormal paranormal <laughs> <laughs> yes know. yes um you know all them things what we don't discuss is sydney's inability to form words after a long day of work sometimes we do though and actually i think right now would be a great time for all that all right well you really put me on the spot here. Uh, I spent a lot of time talking on the phone today. It seemed like every time I picked up the phone to talk to somebody, it was a 15-minute conversation. And at some point, I was just like, you know, like, when you're at work, you don't want to be like, well, well I gotta let you go. I gotta let, I gotta let you go. Because, like, I'm getting paid to talk to them. But I was like, I really would like for you to hang up the phone now so I can get back mm. to sitting at my desk. And scrolling through Instagram. I hate, <laughs> I hate talking on the phone at work. Whenever I'd have to call people at my old job, I would just pray that they wouldn't answer. Pray. Yeah, I talked I to, just... I called this lady to ask her one thing. She started screaming about every pain that had ever happened to her in her life. And I was like, for what? Is that what I asked? Does Is that have no. any relation? I get it. You're divorced. You ain't got no fucking kids. <laughs> but... <laughs> Like, what does that have to do with the question that I initially asked you? <laughs> Some people just know how to slip in anything, anywhere. You be talking about dogs, and all of a sudden they're like, hey, did I tell you about that time when I was five and I almost died in a car accident? Shit's wild. Let me tell you about it right now. And then you stuck in, like, an hour conversation. Yeah. Like, I'm not your therapist. I'm not here to talk about your trauma. No. Do that in your own mind and with your besties. And if you don't have any friends... Maybe then if you don't have any friends, then you're the problem. If you're one of those people that's always like, I don't know, I just really have a hard time connecting to people or people don't, you know, I have a really hard time like keeping friends. It's probably because you're a bitch. Hot take. Hot hot take. (laughs) And I will say, you know, if you got real trauma, go to a therapist. I'm a, I'm an advocate for therapy. Now, have I ever gone? I'm going to say no, because I have therapist anxiety. But one day, I will I will make it there. I just ain't got time right now. I got a lot well, of stuff going on. <laughs> yeah, and shit's expensive. They need to try to make it a little more that, affordable. Mm-hmm. I should have gone while I was in undergrad in college. But, you know, I didn't realize how many issues I think I had until after the fact. <laughs> I just thought it was all test anxiety. Turns out it's just regular anxiety. Yep. I feel like. That comes up a lot on this show. The fact that we are just <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> well, that's what Aren't ha- we all know. Honestly, if you uh, if you were ever listening to this podcast and you're like, why the hell would somebody, why would the hell would two people decide to talk about people getting murdered? It's because we're fucked up. And if you didn't get that, exactly. now, now you get it. Mm-hmm. I was in class today and my professor told a horrible story it was so bad and i honestly was not too uh taken aback by it but the rest of my class was like literally somebody gasped 
while she was saying it. It was about like somebody had got hit by a car. I'm not going to say the details because I don't know if uh, I'm legally allowed to say that. Anyways, the girl was me. She said one part. The girl literally goes, oh, God. And the class was like, uh, what the fuck is going on? Like our professor, she'll really get into it. Like it's our torch professor. So, you know, like a slip and fall, you slip in Walmart. It's like that kind of shit. Oh, no. But my dad has she, my dad has fallen at a Walmart ketchup packet on the floor he should have sued he should have sued he got they paid his uh they paid his bill but yeah he just Damn, what happened when he fell <laughs> did he break a hip <laughs> he had to go to the doctor because they wanted to make sure he didn't break a hip because then he really could he really oh. would have been suing um <clears throat> but yeah he slipped on a ketchup packet somebody had left <laughs> on the floor and he was wearing rainbow flip-flops if you're not familiar with rainbow flip-flops they don't have any they have like zero tread like negative tread so he really hit the ground running (laughs) on that i think he might have got some air on that on that fall i'm dead i used to have a family member who would slip and fall like a distant one that would slip and fall in stores just so she could sue and get money Well, my dad did. My dad did not do it intentionally. He's a very, he's got very skinny legs. If you think that man would intentionally fall on that cold ass tile floor of Walmart, you are wrong. <laughs> you are wrong. He got no meat on his bones. Oh my god! Dang. Well, tell tell your dad if he slips and falls again, here in a couple years, I will represent him in court. Oh yeah, of course. I expect you. And I'll do I, it. I expect you to represent everybody. I know. Yep, that's gonna be it. You know, I don't really want to uh, do like a lot of in court situations, but I'll do it for my friends, for my family. But you know, I ain't trying to be in front of a judge every day. I'll just be getting anxiety, be like pooping my pants way too much. That's just because you, you every know. day. <laughs> I'll be like mid trial and I'll be like, I need to take a bathroom break. It's time. What if it's one of my homies from like in law school? <laughs> They'd be like, all right, motion granted. <laughs> Everybody take 20. Just take 20, Lord have mercy. <laughs> <laughs> you never know what could happen. Send prayers. <laughs> all right well enough about taylor's oh bowel movements i think it's i think it's about time we get started uh Probably. This, this week's theme is haunted hospitals creepy do, do, do. terrible uh, do, 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 who, who went first last week i think it was me all right yeah. so i'm gonna go first this week now this story i found i had never heard of and it's a little bit of a doozy, if you ask me. Um, All right. You're going to be, when we start, you're going to be like, "How? what does this have to do with the topic? And then you'll find out. <laughs> so, just hold All back. Right. Hold back. So, mm-hmm. this week, I decided to do it on, I believe it is pronounced Paviglia, Italy. Mm. So. I'll take it. I googled it. That's kind of what it said, but it could be wrong. I'm not Italian, if you couldn't guess. <laughs> Are you not? Yeah. Also, while we're on the, to- the the topic of me not being Italian, we put out a poll last week about who was the bigger <laughs> bumpkin, but I think there was a miscommunication. I think some people who hadn't listened to the episode thought, these two pictures, which person looks more like a better redneck and clearly i looked better in the picture 
which is why I was voted the bigger bumpkin. However, well, we should have been more specific in the polling because I I refuse mm-mm. to believe that I am a bigger bumpkin than you, Taylor. Mm-mm. I created the poll accurately, precisely, and exactly how I intended. <laughs> I am I am demanding a retrial. Okay, we'll do a retrial. This time, you can create the poll and choose the photos. All right. I'll, I'll think about it. I'm going to have to figure out what pictures really... Um, do you have anything of you maybe like wrestling a pig? You know, something to no. really... Uh, no. Something don't to really so. showcase your bumpkinness? Uh-uh. Right. I don't, luckily. All right, I'll see what so I can... you're going to have to dig. I'll see what I can scrounge up. Mm-hmm. Anyways, back to Pavi- <laughs> back to my topic of Paviglia, the Paviglia Hospital, if you will. So, my sources: Wikipedia, Atlas Obscuria, Travel Channel, Lux Adventure Travel, and Ranker.com. So, located just south of Venice, Italy, sits the island of Paviglia. The island was established in 421. So. Mm. Fairly old. uh, Pretty old. By those fleeing the mainland after barbarians invaded what is now Venice. Mm -hmm. However, by the 14th century, the settlement that they had established on the island had kind of died out and the island was once again abandoned. In 1348, the bubonic plague was sweeping through Venice and the plague would go on to kill one-third of Europe's population. So, in order to reduce the spread of the disease, the city of Venice sent anyone exhibiting symptoms of the plague to an island, to the island of Paviglia, to be more specific about which island, (laughs) to quarantine. Uh, However, this wasn't really like, they were were quarantining, but, you know, not, not the fun quarantine we had last March with tiktoks and tiger king uh-huh. because unfortunately anyone who was sent to this island would die it was pretty much considered a death sentence even if you maybe were exhibiting maybe a little bit of a cough you know you would definitely get the ba- black plague when they sent you out there and so you would end up dying oh, so, n- so no one would survive being sent to the island and their bodies would be burnt on the island. And it's said that the soil of Paviglia is made primarily of ash. So the ash is comprised of like the burned remains of those who had died during the plague. And it's predict- predicted that around 160,000 people were sent to the island to live out their final days. And even today, human remains from the plague still wash up on the shore of the island. And today, Venetian fishermen refuse to fish in the area surrounding the island's shores out of fear that they'll pull up, like, bones of plague Mm. victims in their cast nets. Yeah, I I wouldn't want to pull that shit up either. I would probably just pass out on spot. Because yeah. what did what did the body like? If you pull up a body, is that a plague victim, or is that you know just a, a modern day victim? I couldn't say what the water does to a body. 
I don't know. I mean, if you pulled a whole ass body, I would think that maybe it is a modern murder. But if it's like Yikes. a small remain, like I'm thinking like charred bone, that is most likely from the plague. Because, you know, if they burn yeah. something, you know, if they might not burn the entire thing. True. I don't think, I think bones oftentimes do not burn. Mm-hmm. So I've heard. Could, could not confirm. I don't know. We'll have to. I ain't a scientist. We'll have to get somebody from the mortuary to come on the next episode. Yeah, if you work at a mortuary, email us. We know you got some crazy stories. Let us know. Yeah, email us. Email us at this is gonna sound weird at gmail.com. We'll send you a koozie. <laughs> so the island would remain a quarantine location through the 1600s as the plague would return in waves. So, like every mm. few years, I guess the cases would spike up and they'd start sending people back out. But in 1922, one of the existing buildings on the island was converted into a mental hospital. While a hospital, patients would regularly claim to see plague victims or plague doctors walking around the property, which if you've seen a plague doctor, that'd be some scary shit with those yeah. beaks. I, I know, because they would put, what would they put, like, smelly good, like, flowers and, like, uh, stuff in there? A pocket full of posies. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, some would complain that the screams of plague victims would keep them up at night. However, no one really took these claims seriously because uh, they were patients at a mental hospital. And at that time, mm -hmm. you know, we j they just didn't view mental illness the same way that we do now. So they just sort of were like kind of brushing these claims off but while it was a hospital claims of unethical studies on patients were also reported it said that a doctor who worked at the hospital would regularly test on patients he believed that he could cure insanity by using his patients as like test subjects and so he would mm -hmm. perform lobotomies on them, which if mm -hmm. you don't know what a lobotomy is, it is essentially a procedure where they like cut into your brain and they sever the connections of your brain's like frontal cortex. But for something like that, where it's, you know, that you're performing surgery on someone's brain, you would think... You know, oh, you know, probably need a steady hand. Nope. He was using hand drills, hammers, drills, chisels, and even homemade tools. Uh, and all without proper sanitation or really regard for his patient's safety or comfort. And honestly, you could probably just say he did all this. Not necessarily to cure his patients, but more just to torture them. Yeah. It's also said that if patients did not die from their test or shortly after, that he would throw them off of the hospital's bell tower, only so that it could fall to their death. However, mm -hmm. there is a silver lining to this. 
the doctor would eventually die himself from falling off the bell tower. A bit of karma. As, as he should. Now, reports of what actually happened are a little mixed. There is a witness who was a nurse who did see him fall from the bell tower. However, some say that the doctor had been driven mad by the ghost of plague victims or his own patients that had died, like the ghost of those he had killed. And that the doctor had jumped from the bell tower to get away from the ghost. But others say that the doctor was actually thrown from the bell tower by some of his patients in order to end this torture that he was putting on them. Mm-hmm. Regardless, he, he did fall from the bell tower. And locals to this day claim that the Doctor's spirit is still in the tower and will remain there forever. And that on a quiet night, if you listen closely, you can hear the bell tower ring. And it is interesting because the bell tower has since been destroyed. Like, it's no longer standing. But people who are on the mainland can hear, like, distant chimes of the bell tower yeah that's real creepy i don't i don't enjoy that at all yeah and then the hospital closed in 1968 and the island was briefly used for agriculture and for a time the island was property to a private owner however the new owner could not bear to spend any time there reported Mm. that he had that the place had a morbid feel to it and made them feel terrible. So today, the island and the hospital both sit abandoned. And if you were to visit the hospital, you would find a crumbling building as well as different machines used to treat patients. Some of these are like the homemade tools that the doctor had used. Uh-huh. Locals and tourists are prohibited from visiting the area and, the, and only the visitors that have been granted access to actually visit the island have been the film crews for both Ghost Adventures and Scariest Places on Earth. Now, I can't believe they let Zach Baggins there. They don't let me there. He, he could get anywhere. It'll be like, they've never allowed anyone here. But they let me come. And I'm like, bitch, why? <laughs> Why you? (laughs) So he can just scream at the ghost and be like, what the fuck? (laughs) Maybe they think that if Zach comes, he can just scream all the ghosts away and then they won't have to worry about... They won't have to worry about the ghosts no more. I guess. I think he just riles them up, honestly. I'm I'm sure he riled them up at this place because they already seemed a little riled up beforehand. Yeah, I think they've been riled for a long time. Now, despite the no trespassing signs, brave explorers still venture to the island, and those who have visited claim to see shadows and having and have felt like the sensation of being watched. Some have left the island with scratches and bruises after an encounter with some of the land's spirits. Some entities have been said to push vi- visitors into walls or chase them down corridors and anyone who visits the place has been left shaken 
psychics who have been there claim that the energy of the place is malignant and the spirits are very angry and deeply frightening and those who have visited refuse to go back. I mean, if they sent me there to quarantine because I had like a cough and then I'm out here with all these plague victims and I get to fucking plague and die, yeah, I'm going to be pretty upset. And now yeah. not only did you die, you stuck with all these plague people for the rest of your life you know what they're probably talking about lord y'all remember that time that plague came around that was crazy we had to come to this island sit on this island that was crazy wasn't it it'd be like all the it'd be like if everybody from the coronavirus went on an island that's all they'd be talking about for the rest of eternity yeah well I, one thing that i do think is interesting because they would send the plague victims to this island i wonder if like if it was similar to like the witch trials in that you know oh i don't like Mm -hmm. this person this person's kind of weird you know this person pissed me off send them to my husband anymore Mm -hmm. so i don't i mean i do not quote me on that but that's i could see that happening maybe that's just not documented because you know it happened hundreds of years ago that could make sense honestly and that sucks Mm -hmm. so i mean we'll just take it would just take one person to be like, yeah, Taylor looked like she wasn't feeling so good yesterday. Oh, send her away. Nope. She's gone. Bye, Taylor. See you later. Oh. Or never. So, in recent years, construction crews have attempted to restore the former hospital building, but work abruptly stopped with no explanation. However, it is clear that, you know... The reasoning behind this is probably due to the spirits and no one wanting to work on the land, being as Mm -hmm. it is so haunted. Because you gotta think, you have over 160,000 souls on that island who all died traumatically. And then you have the victims who were in the hospital. That's a lot. That's a lot of trauma for one land. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't picture the island being very big, so there's no, not it's, too much space. It's pretty small from what I can tell, but you can see it from, I think they're from the mainland, because it still has buildings there, but mm. yeah, it's very interesting. But I had never heard of that before, so. I think, maybe, I'm not sure. I feel like I've heard of it. I don't know if I heard it on, and that's why we drink. Or on Two Girls, One Ghost. But I vaguely remember it. I remember the bell tower thing very ba- vaguely. Yeah, that's a creepy one. I I would not be venturing to that island. No, but I was intrigued by it because this will sound so weird. But <clears throat> I find the Black Plague to be very interesting. Like that whole like medieval mm-hmm. time period was very interesting. I think... Honestly, anything that we learned about in middle school social studies, I was jazzed about. So, medieval times, the Egyptians, mythology, mm-hmm. all of that's good. American yeah, history, the... no, no, no. Tell me, tell me Ameri- about. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, tell me about Athena. Tell me about the plague. I'm all about that. But yeah, the Black Plague interests me. There's also this thing that I 
looked up like one time. It's like a plague, quote plague. And it's called like the dancing plague. Now that one is weird and interesting. People would literally like dance themselves to death. And when I say dance, I don't know if they really be, you know, like doing a whole ass contemporary, you know, routine. They're ballroom dancing. They just be doing like the jitterbug. Anyway, I look that one's weird. I'm gonna have to cover that one day too because that's. Just... Are you sure that it's not just the Sanderson sisters performed at a local Halloween party? You know, maybe they sang "I Put a Spell on You," <laughs> and at, at the end, you know, they tell you to dance until you die. You know, you, it could. You, you know, of, it could you be think that. of something like that. Maybe, uh, that, maybe that. that Maybe that is what has uh, inspired the modern day dance marathon situations. God. <laughs> Couldn't say. I've never done one. And I've never done on one. I thought on I thought about doing one, but every time I, I had the opportunity, I just uh, had something else come up. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. You know. Convenient. Convenient. Although it well, looks fun. Everybody in their tutus. Yeah. I mean, if I want to dance to, like, get sweaty and pass out, I'll just go to the club, you know? <laughs> True. I mean, come on now. I, mean, can't go, I can't do a dance marathon or the club right now, so I just sit at home and just think Be about fat. it later. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I've lost, like, five pounds this year. We're really we're really getting somewhere, people. <laughs> wow. Skinny as hell. I know. But... Y'all ain't gonna know me. Anyways, thank you for your story. <laughs> thank you. That took a turn. I had go to, ahead, I had go to, ahead uh, with your... You just had to flex on us about your weight loss. I had loss. to flex on all y'all, yeah. I've been going to the gym. Have I lost weight? I don't know. I don't have a scale at home. So, who's to say? I do have a scale, because I do like to know. Even though I know, you know, the weight ain't everything. Because, you know, last Friday, it told me I had gained all the weight I lost back. And I was like, oh my god, what has happened? Turns out, I think I just... I had too much water or something that day. <laughs> Drink five ga- five pounds worth of water. Mm-hmm. Apparently, and pizza and chicken. I did. I did hear that <laughs> a pea is about a pound. So, All right, that makes sense. I guess I had five pounds of pea just waiting to come out then. <laughs> Hello, I'm Mike, and I'm Zoe, and we're the hosts of Stories of Strangeness, a paranormal podcast that talks about. Aliens, cryptids, conspiracy theories, hauntings. What have we spoken about? What biscuit would you offer a banshee? Are squirrels intelligent? Would you really be distracted by the shadow of a sausage? Some people are. Tune in every other Monday on your favourite podcast player. Alright, go ahead and tell me about your haunted hospital. Okay, so I'm doing mine. I also am not completely sure how to pronounce it. I looked it up on Wikipedia or on Google, and there was multiple different ways. So I'm doing it on the old Changi Hospital or Changi Hospital. Some said some didn't use the G, some didn't use the the I at the end, but others did. So you know. It's in Singapore, so I'm not exactly sure what the proper pronunciation is. But I did try this time to figure it out. So, Lord have mercy. Texas is trying to come kill me. Uh, so, my sources are thelineup.com, asia1.com, wikipedia, theparanormalguide.com, timeout.com, remembersingapore.com, 
hungzai.com, Singapore's creepiest online ghost stories. Now, that sounds like a lot of sources, but so this place is supposed to be like Singapore's most haunted location. And I was like, great. There's going to be a lot of shit on this place. There was not that much shit on this place. So I had to dig for some extra stuff. But I guess Singapore just must be a great place because they don't sound like they got many ghosties if this is their uh, one of their most haunted locations. Or perhaps it's because it's so haunted nobody wants to go there and therefore no one's written a book on it or an article on it because they haven't been there. You know, like I'm not going to write I'm not going to write an article about, you know, California because I've never been to California. Maybe, Maybe, but you'll see later on that a, a decent amount of people do go here. So I couldn't say, but... They we'll just... all don't know how to read or write? Maybe <laughs> the people who go there just die while they're there and never come back. That's well, a possibility. Is that, is that a spoiler? Mm, not quite. Kind of, but not, not quite. Anyways, so... All right, go the ahead. old. Go ahead. It's, okay, so this is the old Chang'e... Shangi Hospital. It was built in 1935 on the northeast tip of Singapore, and it originally was built to serve the British Royal Air Force, um, and at that time it was called the RAF Hospital. But the British withdrew um, from the hospital after the outbreak of World War II, um, when the Pacific Theater opened up in World War II. And at that time, the Japanese occupied Singapore in 1942. And so when the Japanese occupied Singapore, they used the hospital as a prison camp and they put, you know, their prisoners of war in there. So it included British British soldiers and any of their allies or really anyone that they just consider to be, quote, anti-Japanese. And apparently uh, the hospital at the time supposedly held more than 50,000 prisoners. So that's a lot. Um... The hospital, I don't, couldn't really get a good grasp of how big it was. It was kind of in separate chunks. But also, if you're putting prisoners in there, I'm sure it's like max capacity. Yeah, they're probably not keeping it to two people a room. Mm-hmm. And so the hospital was, like I said, a place where the Japanese kept prisoners of war. And it's thought that it was the base for the Kempeitai which was a secret Japanese police force. It was like a military Japanese police force. Um, And they were known as being very ruthless. And it was believed that a lot of the people that were kept prisoners in the hospital were tortured to death by these um, military police. Some stories even say that they would impale the severed heads of executed prisoners and put them on iron stakes outside of public buildings during their occupation which that seems like a kind of a theme you know in like war times i've heard of that happening kind of as a you know you don't want to cross us because this will be you but these allegations have never been like fully confirmed because when i was reading it it was like you know this was like a prisoner of war hospital but then it was like or not a hospital like a prison but then they were like, but we can't confirm that people were tortured there. But I'm like, I'm going to go ahead and say But you also can't yes. confirm that they weren't. Also, I'm like, from what I know of prisoner of war camps, uh, they usually not, do get they're tortured. Not, they're not a great place to be. 
No. I watched that one movie. Um, I can't remember what the name of it was, where he was a prisoner of war in a Japanese camp. And it. I would say he was tortured. Do you remember the one where he has the big log in the <gasps> yes, movie and he like lifts um, it up? I can't remember. It's something it. like unbroken or unbreakable yeah, or something I, like I that. I think it might be unbroken. I yes, think. it's uh, it's a book. It actually, I've never seen the movie, but I've watched documentaries on that man. If you if you haven't watched it, it is a very good story because he has a very interesting life. He like floats mm-hmm. in the ocean for several days, um, and, and he almost dies. Rescued. Yeah, he's in the Olympics. I think uh-huh. he wins like a gold medal for running. So yeah, it's wild. I watched it, like, with my family a long time ago. But, yeah, it was good. But, anyways, from what I saw in that movie, uh, I don't think it's a far stretch to say that these prisoners of war were being tortured. Um, But a lot of the rumors of the torture stemmed from a particular small room that was found in the hospital, like, after the Japanese weren't in charge of it anymore. And it had really high, narrow windows. And there were thick chains hanging... um, like, from the walls that people think were an old torture device. And apparently there was also just, like, a lot of blood stains on the floor. So, I mean, you know. Seem, seems pretty convincing to me. Mm-hmm. But after uh, the war was over, the hospital, the hospital returned back to British control. But at this point, uh, the British were like, yeah, something's off here. Because I guess it had already started getting a little spooky. A little paranormally around there. Which, you know, the terrible trauma had already taken place at that point. But in 1965, Singapore claimed their independence. And the hospital was renamed the Anzuk. Uh, which served members of the Commonwealth of the Armed Forces of the UK, New Zealand, and Australia. And apparently the ANZUK, which is A-N-Z-U-K, is supposed to be like a little little acronym or whatever for all those mixed together. I couldn't say. It It don't really look like that to me, but that's what they say. So then, though... Ten years later, the in 1975, the hospital was turned over to the Singapore Armed Forces and it provided medical, surgical, and dental care to the servicemen uh, of Singapore. And in 1997, it was closed out entirely. Uh, they had to close it because apparently it wasn't very convenient. There was something about, like, it was hard. The, the place where it is is kind of hard to walk around. So they transferred, like, everything to another hospital. Um... And so the old Changi Hospital went into abandonment. And it was abandoned from 1997 till around 2006. It was put up for lease and a company bought the property. And they were like, hey, you know what? This will be great for. We're going to turn this into a luxury resort. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but the plans fell through pretty quick. And the official story is that there were some financial troubles but a lot of people suspect that, you know, when they got in there, the lingering uh, ghostly inhabitants of the hospital really uh, made the company be like, you know what, maybe we don't want to create a luxury resort here. And so they just like backed out. And so today the hospital, Texas, where to go? Uh, today the hospital still abandoned. 
and over the years it's gained a pretty notorious reputation in uh, Singapore for hauntings and some unusual things happening there. Like I said, it's considered one of the most haunted places in Singapore. And it has become a really popular place for people to go explore. So a lot of people do go there. Um, and there's a like, when you go, there's a large main structure, a bunch of little several smaller buildings on the side, and it has a detached morgue that apparently still has um, the body fridges in it. That's just a short distance from the main hospital. But you're not allowed to go onto the hospital grounds. Um, and if you're caught trespassing there, you will be arrested. And apparently when you get there, there's a really loud warning sign. Like if you go to walk on it and it's like, do not come in here. Like that's just trespassing. So I'm not sure who owns it. It may be the government right now. Um, but you know, these people still go to this hospital anyways. You can't keep them out. Yeah, obviously. I love watching those YouTube videos of people walking through abandoned stuff. Mm-hmm. I wa- Hell, I watched one today where they walked through one of the old Big Brother houses. I just, I love it. Like I find it so the show Big Brother? Like Yeah, like the show Big Brother. Oh, shit. I want to watch that. Brandon loves those videos. He watches them all the time. I don't watch too many YouTube videos, but uh, I watch a lot of 90 Day Fiance. If anybody out there is into 90 Day Fiance, please hit me up. That is, I'm going to go ahead and say it, probably my favorite show in existence, uh, which is That's a, a bold hefty statement. order. It is, and I have come to the conclusion that that is true. That's a true statement for me. So if anybody else feels the same way, hit me up. I'm watching the season with Big Ed in it right now. We got a lot to talk about. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Anyways, we're not talking about Big Ed, okay? We're talking about this haunted hospital. So people who visit the hospital often report to hear disembodied... I can't speak disembodied screaming and seeing strange quote shadow people and it happens during the daytime and the nighttime which is honestly kind of creepy because I always picture if you go to a haunted place it's only creepy at nighttime but if I'm there like midday and I see some shadow people and some screaming I'm still gonna be pretty freaked out And people have also reported to see bloody apparitions of soldiers walking up and down the halls of the hospital. And some people report that they see a young boy who just, like, picks a spot and sits and stares at you. Which, I'm not sure why he's there. Um, but, Probably just to to freak me out. I I know you know how I feel about children ghosts. I know, which the bloody soldiers, I feel like I've done a lot of stories that involve, like, ghost soldiers. I mean, shit, there's a lot of, there's been a lot of war in life. That's so very true. It, it only makes sense. There's gotta be some, some war ghost. Uh-huh. But one of the most, um, like, frequent things that will happen, which I think is the most creepy, is that when, like, a group of paranormal investigators will enter the hospital, um, a member of their group will often disappear. But the missing member will typically come back, and when the member returns, they t- they always tell, like, a really similar story. So what they say is that they, you know, were walking with the group, and then they see, like, a member of the group kind of, like, take, like, go a different direction, so they follow them. And they say that when they're following, like, either the member of their group or their friend, 
the the friend will take them to a really desolate part of the hospital um and as they walk through the hallways the friend will say to the the missing member they'll be like you don't belong here it's really dangerous here and then they'll say that you should never return but then while they're walking with their supposed friend when they turn a corner or like go out a door to exit the building the friend will just disappear and then when they return back to their group, they're like, what the hell happened? They're like, man, you disappeared. And he'll be like, no, man, I was following you. And then you disappeared. So I don't know what that's about. But that would freak me out. to Because, you know, you're following who you think is somebody you know. And then all of a sudden, you're like in, this, in the middle of nowhere in this hospital. And you don't know where your friends are. Well, we already know. It wouldn't freak me out. Why? Because I wouldn't step foot in there. You wouldn't catch me there. <laughs> Absolutely not. You will not catch me slipping. I see that sign on the door. Mm-hmm. Don't enter. I'd be like, you right. I'm, I'm gone. And if I no. did, for whatever ungodly reason, enter there, we're going to have a rope. And we're all going to have to hang on to it. Did you ever do that? Like in elementary school, your teachers would make uh-huh. you all hang on to the rope when you walk to lunch that same thing and if you let go of that rope and you gone you're gone i can't help you yeah i don't like we used to have you know like everybody wants to go to like haunted stuff go see haunted stuff like even at my old house there's like a real or at my like family's house there's a real old cemetery like in my grandma's like pasture kind of and i wouldn't even go out to that dang old cemetery because my thought is murderers know that people like to go visit haunted locations so i'm not maybe if i'm not scared of the ghost i'm scared that a murderer a real life murderer gonna be waiting there for me and i just Mm. i can't risk it it ain't worth it to be scared it ain't worth it to get murdered just to try to scare myself you know now i love a ghost tour i really do i go you take me to a historic Mm -hmm. city i'm going on a ghost tour but i'm with a professional yeah i'm I'm not just going out on my own my and freshman about- year of college, my roommate tried to go get me to go do so. She was like, you want to go here? It says it's haunted, like some abandoned hotel. And she went. And I was like, yeah, you ain't going to catch my ass there, bitch. And she came back acting like it was the best night of her life. And I was like, mm-mm, ain't no way. It could have been a murderer in there. The cops could have got you. I mean, and then you just would have been in jail. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to go in there. There could be a crackhead in there. They could stab me. <laughs> Couldn't be. You're right. Couldn't be there me. could be a wild dog in there with rabies. I oh can't get rabies. God. Yes. I you can't. Get no. Hell no. Uh, anyway. You go into an abandoned building, there might be asbestos. That misophilioma yeah. will get you. I know. And then I'm going to have to, you know, represent you in court. But I don't know if we're going to have a good case because you snuck in there. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying, but... Look, just don't do it. Because, especially don't do it. Because at this hospital, sometimes the people that go and explore the hospital never, ever return. Oh, God. So, you know, you ain't gonna catch my ass there. Um, You will not catch my ass there either. No. But in 2010, a film crew went to the uh, hospital because they were gonna create a mockumentary film. And it's called Haunted Changi. I've said that, like, every time I've said it, I've said it differently, and I apologize. But so did everybody on the internet. 
But while the crew was there, like, the crew was there to create, you know, a mockumentary. But while they were there, they also had a lot of, like, weird stuff happen to them because, you know, it's haunted. And so some of the stuff that they heard were sudden loud noises, ghostly voices. They saw a woman with a, quote, black aura. And they even made contact with unseen hands. Now, I don't know what that means. Um, it sounds like a ghost is just getting a little touchy-feely. I guess. But apparently, they captured one of the hospital's shadow people on film, and they kept the shot in the final movie. So I guess you can see it. Um, I looked up the trailer to the movie and watched it. It was it looked kind of spooky. I mean, I might watch it. Uh, and I think it's in English. I don't know if like every version in English or if they have it in different languages. But I, you might could watch it on Amazon Prime if you would like. I might watch it. I didn't watch it before this because when I realized it was a mockumentary, I was like, well, that's not really, that's not hard hitting facts. You know what I'm saying? No. Also, if I see something that doesn't have good cinematography, I just cannot, I cannot watch it. I couldn't tell, like it didn't look terrible. It didn't look the best, but it didn't look like a, like a crappy, like homemade video, you know? So I couldn't say. But here's just a couple little stories of somebody who went to there and what they experienced. Now, this one, the way the person told it was kind of confusing, but I'm going to tell it the best I can because it sounded interesting, but their, their spelling was kind of poor. So basically, this person went a ghost hunting there with some of her friends. And mm-hmm. while they were there, they like went and like sat down on this bench inside the hospital and a friend took out their phone to see, you know, if they could catch in like an image of a ghost. And so, you know, they were all playing around, they were joking and they were like, what the heck? Why aren't there no ghosts? Kind of, you know, being like a Zach Baggins to the ghost. Mm-hmm. But you mean an when asshole they... to the ghost. Uh-huh. So then when they were sitting there in front of them, they couldn't see anything, you know, in front of them. But when they looked through, like, on the phone screen, they could clearly see a figure with shoulder-length hair wearing a long sleeve white dress, but they couldn't really see the face because they said it was kind of dark. And so the friend was, like, he got scared of shit, and he, like, his face went white. And he, he was telling his other friends, he was like, hey, you know, we need to get out of here. And his other friends were like, man, you're just being, you're just being a little scaredy cat. Well, then all of a sudden they heard this r- loud shrieking noise and then all these sounds of laughter like all around them. And so at that point, the group was like, oh, hell nah. And they all decided to run away, uh, you know, and didn't shit on that man no more. But that sounds like some uh, the grudge shit to me. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I don't fuck with the grudge. I used to watch, I watched that movie way too early in life. I also watched it way too early in life, but it's because I was such a big fan of Sarah Michelle Gellar. I would watch any movie that she was in, even though, again, her, her stuff, way too mature for my, my little (laughs) child brain. I just loved her and I loved her in Buffy the Vampire Slayer and she was in a lot of horror movies. And in all of her mm-hmm. horror movies, she always died. And for me, I was like, what Damn. the hell? What the hell is she not whooping up on their ass? She's Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> she, need to beat, she needs to beat that little ghost kid's ass. She needs to beat some ass. Um, now, this is a little thing. It come from... It come from... It came from Reddit. Uh, the, guy, the name of the user was 
too many Stallone cuts. I don't know what that means. But they said that they hadn't actually been to the hospital themselves, but they had a friend who went and visited. Um, and when he went, he found like a pair of glasses there. And he was like, hey, you know, hey, I'll take this home as a souvenir. Kind of fun. So he took the glasses home and he said that after he got these glasses home, every night for four nights straight, he would wake up with the sound of scratching like at the bottom of his bedroom door. And apparently it freaked him out so much. And I guess he was like, okay, I think it's probably these glasses. So he took the glasses back to the hospital and put them back in the room that he found them in. And then when he got back home, ever since then, no more scratching. So, you know, if you do go to these haunted places, people, do not take anything with you. And my roommate, who did go to that haunted hotel, brought something back with her. So What did she take? I don't... A little, like... I don't know. It was like a little flower or something. I can't remember. But you remember the hospital. I can't... Not the hospital. The hotel. I can't remember the name of it. It was is like it, that... Uh, is it like just down the street? Uh-huh. It, oh, yes. Okay, so... For anyone who is from, we went to NC State. For anyone who is from like the Raleigh area, you may know it was this very old hotel. It was called the Velvet Cloak, and it was like it was like the place to be. Like in the nineteen twenties, it was like very razzle dazzle, like wrought iron, nice chandelier. They would have famous people come, like you know, like people who would come and play piano and they'd have people perform like before they were like really big stars you know think very Gatsby um but it was abandoned and then they tore it down and built fucking apartments you know paved paradise put up an apartment I guess but (laughs) it was very it was very cool it reminded me if you've ever seen, or not seen, if you've ever read, I believe it's a raw doll short story called The Innkeeper. It's mm. kind of got that sort of like creepy sort of vibe to it, but also kind of classic. So, I don't know. I, I, I wish. Felt, I liked that place. I'd never been, but I had a, I don't know, I had an appreciation of it. I just wish they would have like restored it and then you know, kept on using it. That would be fun. But my friend or roommate said when she went, like they went into the old dining room and that's where she took the little flower or whatever. Apparently it still had like tablecloths were still out. There's like silverware still out and stuff, which to me is creepy. Cause you would think like, cause would, cause in that case, you just think one day they were like, all right, we're getting out of here. Ain't, ain't no new for cleaning up. It's just so weird to me. I, I yeah, wonder it, if it's haunted or was haunted. It's like the Titanic, how everything is still down there, like, perfectly preserved. Yeah, but it's weirder because these people didn't have to abandon ship, literally. (laughs) You got me there. Uh, Anyways, but speaking of hotels, uh, there's currently a hotel near the hospital that actually used to be part of the hospital itself, um, but I think it's kind of, it's not near, like, the main part. And it's called the Rain Tree Hotel uh, in the E's or two threes. So I guess it's called Rain Tree, trying to get creative. So maybe, you know, if you go stay there, you can see some ghosts, uh, but you can see them from the comfort of your own hotel room. And this hospital has now become one of the most popular spots for ghost sightings in Singapore. Even though there's not that much information on it, which is still weird to me that it's one of the most popular sites in the whole like country but 
there's not too much information, which maybe is a mystery all on its own. Anyways, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Wow. It was a good one. I thought it was interesting. Thank you. Except for the story I read from Reddit. I'm not going to stick by that because all I know, that could have just been total bullshit. (laughs) Yeah, that could have been a a little bit of hooey, but I enjoy those sort of Reddit threads where Mm -hmm. they have like close encounters. Like, this creepy guy like went out with my mom on a date. Turns out it was Ted Bundy. Like, I like those like close encounter stories. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So... I like to read those on Reddit. Or they'll be like, this guy was super creepy and followed me home. And then I had to lock the door and call the police. And he was standing out there all night. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I guess don't just to read re- I guess just to reassure me that my anxiety is justified. <laughs> Everyone is trying to kill me. Yeah, hell yeah. But I don't get on Reddit too much because it honestly kind of overwhelms me because there's just so much stuff. I usually only use it if I'm looking for something specific and it happens to come up, like in this case. And the thread was really short, so I'm like, you know, I don't see a lot of people getting on here being like, I'm going to tell a fake-ass story about the Changi Hospital. (laughs) Yeah. That just don't seem like that's something somebody would want to do. I mean, maybe. But I don't get on Reddit very often because it overwhelms me. But Same. when I do, it's close encounters. Well, are you are you looking for next week's theme? Because I know it. Uh, no, I was looking at pictures of, <laughs> of your hospital because I wanted to see what it looked like. It's a very very white building. But it I is. Do yeah, know, it's very I, white. I do know the theme, but you can go ahead and tell the theme to the people. Okay, the theme is lifetime movies that were based on a true story. Yes. So, anything that has a Lifetime movie based on it. So, mm-hmm. you know, we've got, geez, what, 30 years? How long has Lifetime been in existence? 30 years For- worth of forever. material? Forever. So. As far as I'm concerned, it's forever. I ain't never lived in a world without Lifetime. It's true. I used to love watching Lifetime movies on Sundays. They'd have a marathon of, like, mm-hmm. my husband's secret- like secretly a serial killer. God, I love it. Yeah, we will watch those too. I like Lifetime movies. I like the, uh, I like the Lifetime movies that are like the murder Lifetime movies. I do not like Christmas Lifetime or Hallmark movies. Only the murder ones. Sorry. Or the, you know, like the stalkerish ones. The Mm -hmm. bad ones. I don't mind a Hallmark Christmas movie, but Lifetime Christmas just doesn't make sense unless Santa is killing someone. Yeah, let's do a Lifetime Christmas movie that's also a horror story. I'm down with that. That's going to be fun. I'll show that to my kids. (laughs) If you find that, you do your story on that next week. Okay, I'll give it a shot. But in the meantime, follow us on Instagram at Gonna Sound Weird Pod or at Twitter at Just Gonna Sound Weird. Mm-hmm. Join our Facebook page. You can just look up the name of the podcast. We'll pop up. It's a fun time. Well, you know, you only got to answer like a question or two. They're very easy. I promise you'll get it right. Even if you get it wrong, I'll still let you in just for answering. Just for, just for trying. Yeah. Might as well. We, we're not too exclusive. Mm-mm. 
uh, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We will send you a sticker if you show us or tell us you rated and reviewed us. This is uh, this is easy. This you know like you get easy extra credit in class. This is easy. Mm-hmm. You could just you know what just throw us a bone, God, yeah. please. <laughs> if, you, if you've got a weird story, perhaps a Lifetime movie is based off of your life, or if That'll you be wild. Have, if you've ever visited anyways haunted and you had a spooky encounter. Send us an email at this is gonna sound weird at gmail.com and if we read your story, you get a sticker or a koozie. Maybe both. Mm-hmm. It really, you know, and you doesn't have to be one story. It could be ten stories. I'm not picky. Uh, and if Mm-mm. you are if you are like, listen, I don't mind telling this story, but no one can ever know it was me, that's fine. Just let us know. You can be anonymous. Yep. Alright. Is that it? Anything else? Anything else on the agenda? No, I think that's it. This was a short episode. Look at us. It was. Mine was, which I knew mine was going to be short, but I feel like the last few ones were pretty long, so, you know. Maybe we'll just stay on here to the one hour, 30 minute mark, just because. (laughs) Perhaps not. Uh, All right, then. Whatever. I tried, y'all. I tried. Well, good good afternoon, good evening, good night. (laughs) Or good morning you. if you're listening to this in the morning. <laughs> this is also true. Just a good life to you all. Yep. See you all next week. Stay weird. On Friday. Yep. On Friday. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>